Welcome to another episode of the Breaking Through Podcast with Elena. That's me. And if you're new around here on this show, we focus on badass women in the entertainment industry and talk about the taboo, including the lack of women in country music. Now, I usually start things off by shouting out women that are doing amazing things in entertainment, but this episode is basically all about that. So I want to get to things as soon as possible. I'm doing something a little different this week, by the way. It's kind of a spinoff series within this series. I want to bring in my industry friends to have conversations about what's happening around us. I really want to give you guys an inside look at what the people most attached to this world, the experts, what they're talking about and how we see everything going down. You'll hear me organically come up with the name for it during this episode. I'm going to call it the breaking through happy hour. So grab a glass of wine, soda, water, whatever, and let's all just hang out together this week and quite possibly again in the future. I have two of my favorite women in the industry. Alicia Davis and Lisa Kanicki. Now, they are by no means old, but they have been staples in the country music industry for years. Y'all, they have seen some stuff go down and really been a part of the history of the genre. So let me tell you a little bit about Alicia. She is a TV host and correspondent who currently interviews your favorite celebrities and entertainers on the TV show Extra. Yeah, you definitely heard of that one. You may also remember her from CMT, where she previously co-hosted the Hot 20 Countdown. She is on every red carpet and has earned the trust of every single country star and label in this town. Now, Lisa Kanicki is currently the editor-in-chief of the massively successful online entertainment hub OneCountry.com. I met her, though, when she was the editor-in-chief of Country Weekly. Both of these titles have put her in a very unique position within the industry and a position that helps to shape our country music culture. Her decisions on who is written about, who makes the cover, who gets attention, well, that could really make a career skyrocket. So let's get to it. It's the first breaking through happy hour with Lisa Knicki and Alicia Davis. <laughs> if I coughed on her, it's all good. Honestly, that's just rude when it comes to a podcast, <laughs> coughing right into the thing. All right, here we are. I've already told you who I'm with. Lisa Knicki, say hi. Hello, Elena. Alicia Davis, say hi. Present. Yeah. Let's say hi. Hi. So let me tell you about what's about to happen here. So we've been all hanging out before we started this recording and I had an epiphany. I want to start calling these episodes breaking through happy hour. (gasps) It's always going to be friends from the industry. Maybe it will always be you two. We'll see how this goes. (laughs) Think of this as an audition. It's available. (laughs) (laughs) And just we'll talk about what's going on in the world of country music and the big stories and where we think we're at. And that's actually... Well, first, I want to start here because I want to tell you guys while you're sitting here how much I love and respect you as not only friends, but also people in this industry. You guys are incredible. I can't say enough good things about these women. (laughs) We're tearing up. (laughs) They are powerful. They are kind. And they keep me sane, too, because we have our little moments together (laughs) where we can just vent. and, And it's so important to have girlfriends like that, especially in industries that are so cutthroat and can be really... They can sometimes be, yes, of course, very male dominated, very harsh. Mm -hmm. And of course, that's, you know, where I got the start from this podcast. Actually, Lisa Kanicki here. I know she, you you were waiting for me to bring this up, weren't you? (laughs) No, you just say what you want. Lisa and I have been talking for a long time about how we really wanted to kind of change this conversation of the lack of women in country music. And, And it's something that's always bothered us. And I know Alicia, you too. And, uh, the night that I've told the story before to, um, 
our friend Leah Turner, mm -hmm. when she was on the podcast about how the night that we went to her show, you and me, yep. we uh, had the, this long conversation, yep. yeah, about how we change it because everybody's talking about it because this was post Tomato Gate, everybody was already talking about it, but we're like who's actually doing the things to change it? And so we knew we wanted to do something and then one day this just kind of organically happened, but it happened from the conversations that we had had. So I get to actually thank you on the podcast. <laughs> For well, being that inspiration, Are you and it was my idea. <laughs> I knew she she does that a lot, doesn't she? <laughs> Need some clarity here. So yes, this is the breaking through happy hour. We have poured ourselves some wine, and we would love if you would do the same. And let's just chit chat, yeah? I love it, and thank you for the intro to me and Lisa. That was very kind, of very course. sweet, and right back at you. I love you guys. You thank do you. A lot of great things, and. We're very thankful. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for having us. Tell me more. I wish I <laughs> Give me a little wine and I will. I'm going to be like Chatty Cathy over here. At least you're so nice when you're drinking. I know. Isn't that funny how that happens? <laughs> so ladies. <It'll> turn. <laughs> this is going to be fun. I'm really excited. And you guys are just hanging with us while we do this. So here's where I want to start, though, because, again, these are women that have so much experience and so much to say and actually are living all of this along with all of the happenings that have been going on. So I want to just start with where you you guys think we are in comparison to where we were about this conversation two years ago let's say mm -hmm. where do you think do you think that we've actually come a long way I wouldn't say a long way I'd say there's been some progress mm -hmm. I've definitely see a change seen a change in the past couple of years um, I, I started back in this business in the 90s so compared to then it's night and day being that there were a ton of women in country music in yeah. the 90s mm -hmm. and not so many now however in the past two years I, i'd have to say that's something that's pretty exciting now there have been so many women coming up being signed to labels at least where past two years three years five years mm -hmm. there haven't been any women signed to labels mm -hmm. i see a lot of effort now there's a lot of people coming so this conversation that people have started or we've started anybody started has done something yeah. Not to where it should be, but has done something. So I've seen some progress in the past couple of years. Yeah. Well, were you guys hearing the same stuff that I was hearing that basically it was like the labels were blaming radio saying that they didn't want to play any women. And then radio was blaming the labels saying that they weren't giving them any women. Like, yeah. was that the same thing you were hearing? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. And it is. It's a cyclical thing. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's like supply and demand. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But Lisa's right. I mean, you think about the days where it was Kathy Matea, um, Mary Chapin Carpenter. Pam Tillis. Yes. Trisha Yearwood. Yes. Faith Hill. Reba. Yeah. Martina. Yeah. Lori Morgan. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I, women ruled. The, actually, when I was at Country Weekly Magazine, we did a cover back then in the 90s. Women are ruling country music. Yeah. Oh, you really did? Yeah. yeah. They had all their faces around the, the cover. <sighs> and they were, it was good. And it was good. Yeah. So music. good. Yes. The, I mean, I still think about those lyrics and those songs, and they were real. And it was just so good. Patty Loveless, so great. And it was relatable. And, mm -hmm. Yes. And we featured them. And back then, in the 90s, I was working at CMT, and we had those artists on the on the show mm -hmm. all the time, mm -hmm. right? So, and recently, I interviewed Trisha Yearwood um, for Extra, and she said something that was very poignant. She was, I see you laughing over there, Lisa Kanicki. <laughs> oh, she's hysterical. No, I like what you're saying. But, you know, it reminded me because Trisha Yearwood is so great and she's such Amazing. a supporter of women. Yeah. And I asked her about the same issue and I said, you know, I like like you're saying, Lisa, I don't remember it being an issue in the 90s. Mm -mm. Like, I just remember I could hear anybody I wanted to. Yep. And I asked her, I said, has this always been this way? Mm. And she said, you know, she said, excuse me, she said, it, it has been this way, but not to this degree. And then she said, but you know, if we ask, um, 
if we ask Loretta Lynn, <laughs> uh-huh. and she says, let me tell you about what's hard. And I went, ah, oh, touche. There it is. Yes. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, it really is. Because that was what you call that hard. That was hard. Yeah. Yes. And she's the one who paved the way for so many yeah. females in this business. For these women today yes. to be able well, to. Well, man, think about the pill. Yeah. Oh. Like going yeah. back to that and just, if even if today, could you imagine if that was a song right now? I mean, she was so ahead of her time. She really was. And just, it, it's it's yeah. wild to think back like Don't that. Come home a drinking. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. God, yeah. She was something yeah. else. Pioneer. Yeah. That one is, I mean, I think we should all just go, thank you so much. Yeah. And she should say, you're welcome. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but it put things in perspective. And then Trisha went on to talk about how Reba had been such a big impact for her when yeah. she got on the scene and, and was so welcoming. You know, she sent her flowers and was so encouraging. I thought, man, that's the coolest. And, how, and you know, we know Reba. That's yeah. very fitting. Yeah. Didn't surprise me at all. But I was like, gosh, can we get back to that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and Tr- Trisha did a great job of talking about it. You know, she said, we're not in competition, but the business sometimes makes us feel that way. Mm-hmm. And then you don't know what to trust. Well, because there's so little spots for women mm-hmm. that they kind of have to fight for it to get it, and then that puts you in competition automatically. Well, and that's something that I try to talk to a lot of my guests about is, you know, are you being told that there is not that much space? Is that part of the conversation when you're sitting down with your team? Is Are they telling you it's going to be harder? Are they telling? And some of them, I, you know, I, I will be honest, and, you know, in all honesty, I get it. It's a very hard topic. It may not be controversial in other genres and other forms of entertainment, but here in country music this is still a very controversial topic and it's a very scary thing to come on something like my podcast where I'm gonna be asking these questions that you know could be could potentially make your label be like well why'd you say that why 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 do you feel like you can you know say that that's bad about our label that's whatever so I know that sometimes there are some people that come on and they're gonna say it's happy go lucky but I know it's not but it's a lot because a lot of people have told me that they have the conversations with their label that they're like look this is gonna be harder for you than it is gonna be for a guy because we just it's we've seen what it's like they're out in the trenches when we're trying to push other people and so it's it's scary that it's still like that. And I think it still is because it's still a gamble to go for a girl right now. It's definitely an easier an easier time to be like, hey, support one of our women. But can you imagine, like I think back to it at people like a uh, Maggie Rose. Mm. And I get so phenomenal. sad, a phenomenal oh, artist. I mean, one of the, one best, of the best that we've seen yes. and, or Kelly Bannon. Yes. And they mm-hmm. all came out at this time that wasn't right. And do you think that they, could come back around or do you think that now it's about like the Ingrid Andresses and and the Rachel Womacks and and stuff like that what do you think about that I think because it's such a um a conversation now and that we are talking about this I think there's an opportunity for them I think Mm -hmm. there is an opportunity now for them to come back and do what they've been doing and hopefully it'll catch on if we keep this conversation going and you know you just said and we were talking about how labels have signed more women now so now it's up to radio to put their money where their mouth is if they're blaming labels for not signing women these labels are now signing women Mm -hmm. so now it's up to radio to play it let's see let's see if they do i also think people like maggie rose they have a niche you know it's like their their niche their 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 style of music Mm. right so it's different than some of the others that are out there and there's there is a room for that there's definitely so yes on, on one level but mm-hmm. I also think Maggie Rose is beyond country music. I think she is yes. now too. Yeah, I don't know if you can say that, but yeah, I think, I think she's so. she's got a bigger career than. We'll talk about beyond country music. <laughs> I love 
love what Casey Musgraves career has turned into. Oh, yeah. I think that's so, I remember one time she said, um, and it stuck with me so hard. She said, the more country I get, the less radio likes me. <laughs> and I was like, oh <laughs> shit, that is like, that blew my mind and it was so true. That's perspective. It, it is, Ugh. right? But I think it kind of is like that. And then add on top the fact that she was a female in the time of all of this, but then she shows like, hey, look what I did yeah. without radio. Right. Like, but it's also going back to that thing of just be you. Don't try to conform. Just be you. Yeah. And when you do, you succeed. Because mm -hmm. people don't realize that the people that hire people in these jobs, right, they don't understand. We don't want everything the same. Mm -hmm. We want the variety. Right. But they keep like playing Somebody the same. get some, yeah. some courage here and just yeah. stand up for it. And because country isn't really what country used to be anymore, the more country she gets, the less radio likes her because she's country. Right? Mm -hmm. They don't want country anymore. They want pop. Country, yeah. Yeah. If you will. So, well, I mean, I, I just, I think about everything that's happening and it's speaking of things that really stick out in your mind. I want to hear about stuff that has stuck out in your mind as far as whether what, whatever pops up first, whether it be a personal story, whether it be a, something that you've heard from days past of, of ways that women were mistreated in this industry. Is there anything that sticks out that like you like to use as examples when you're talking about conversations like this? In the olden days, you mean? <laughs> Back in the day. No, Back in the day. No, you, you, they, these two women are not old by any means, but let me tell you, they have been staples in this industry. Everybody knows them. Everybody loves them. They know literally everyone here. And I know that you have a million stories up your sleeves. Maybe I'll get even more if I give you another bottle of wine. No but doubt. What are, what are you willing to talk about right now? What sticks out to you? Well, one thing with this conversation and one I've had many, many times over is when I was running Country Weekly magazine, I was also told it, it's not just a radio thing. I yeah. was also told that women don't want to read about women. Women don't want women on the cover of their magazines. They don't want to come home and see a beautiful woman on their coffee table. So when their husband comes home from work, he's going to see. And I'm like, that is just so sick. That's absurd. So sick. But this is what I was told throughout my career. We, we can't put women on the cover because women don't want to read about women. I'm like, I am a woman. Right. Mm -hmm. I want to read about women because right. I can believe it or not, relate yeah. to other women and what they're going through. So, Well, someone that's editor-in-chief, like, how do you approach that? How did you approach that back then? Because you you are this powerful woman, but yet, like, you still have bosses. Everybody still has bosses. Like, you have to answer to somebody. So how did you go about that? I tested things. I tried things. I, I tried to convince them that they were speaking to a woman and yeah. let me try this because I'm here in Nashville and I know, I see what's going on. I see what the people like and what they're gravitating to. So let's try it and let's mm -hmm. give it a shot. And, you know, I put my job on the line, I guess. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. A lot of times it worked, so. But to Lisa's credit, here's the thing. I've worked with Lisa before and I can tell you from personal experience, she's very good at her job. Yeah. And she was, you were always a supporter of women. Even, I mean, like we have very different roles. Back then. It's kind of funny. We laugh about it now, but there was a time where I was like, I was like, that Lisa Kanicki probably thinks I am just a flake. There is no doubt. And I knew. I and like, not. no, because you're, you're very to the good. Drunken night in the hotel in the ACS. Uh, I, you know what? Because I know you're good at your job. I know you handle yourself well. And that might be one of the things I'm referring to, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. We'll let anybody, we'll let people in. On I mean, it's story. on brand. Let's be yeah, honest. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, because I came from television and I was working with her on this red carpet for the ACMs. Yep. And it's just one of the things she handled working with me very well. Yeah. And I think sometimes those worlds don't mix. And you were very kind to me. 
Well, you knew what you were doing. I mean, we not worked, really. We so you were very kind to me. I, no. you know, that's in television. You go through um, times where you have job security, and then mm-hmm. you have not. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh-huh. You don't have. So you'll go through contracts. So you'll be at this network for a little while, and then that contract ends, and you go to another one. And this, the time that I worked with Lisa, <laughs> still makes me laugh. Um, I was trying to just, you know, stay relevant, keep mm-hmm. working, you know, and it builds on each other. So I had gone over to Country Weekly Magazine and and um, they put me on the red carpet with Lisa. And I was used to being on television. I've told you guys this, guys, <gasps> Wait, this story. Wait, I do know this story. Oh, this is so good. This is so good. And it makes me laugh because, you know, in television... <laughs> They show your face. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> they do not. That's right. So I was used to being at the top of the carpet and interviewing everybody. And so I, I still laugh about it. But, you know, every time I'd gone to Vegas to cover the ACMs, you had to have an evening gown. Right. Yeah. So I pranced down <laughs> In my Vera Wang. Oh my and God. I mean, I'm like, and I made my way down the carpet, like to my spot with right. Lisa. And she looked at me and it occurred to me, oh, I guess you don't have to wear an evening gown when you're I was doing like, it. Jeans and <laughs> right, and Lisa, she's Lisa's thinking. usually on the. She, Lisa's literally always on the red carpet, but it's usually like jeans and a black shirt. Oh, exactly. Down, it's not even <laughs> I, I'm sure she's thinking, "Oh dear God, who have they given me to work with?" <laughs> here she comes in her Vera Wang dress. Oh wow! And by the way, we were talking about fashion. So, oh, which is also yeah. something else they didn't do. So we were actually, but but she handled it so well. And, and I was embarrassed, but I was like, you know what? Okay, so I learned a lesson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but she didn't make me feel like a fool. She didn't. <laughs> and well, because she she's patient. a girl's girl. Like, yes. as long as, if you, if you like Lisa and Lisa likes you, you're in the best position that you can she's possibly great. be in because she will be with you till the yes. end through thick and thin. Like, yes. um, Vera Wang or no Vera Wang. <laughs> Lisa Kanicki's there. <laughs> but you it was really like you. funny. And, you know, she sweat with me in the trenches. Yeah. And uh, we, we've been friends ever since. And certainly I respect her as a co-worker. Mm-hmm. And, and she was very good, is very good at Back her at job. You. Well, Thank and you. Alicia, yeah, you, you are. And, and I think that you really... I think the industry looks at you in this really cool way because you've helped to bring country music to the masses as far as television goes. Because, outside of country right, music. Right, to outside right. of, to, yeah, because Extra, I mean, obviously, Extra and, and CMT, you were at CMT, but CMT, is that, that's this audience. You go to Extra and you, like hustled. This, this, is, this is amazing. Like, Alicia really brought it to America and the play, people that weren't really familiar with country music. And that's hard work and I love appreciating hustling on here so I really would love for you to kind of share your story of of how you started with extra and how you grew it to where it is today thank you first of all um it's well I grew up here yeah these are my people you know I've known some of these artists for over 20 years I knew them when and sometimes I remind them of that yeah Oh, you're not going to do the interview? Remember that night you told me to do anything for me? 15 years ago? Yeah. I mean, it still makes me laugh that years ago, it makes me laugh that, you know, when you're trying to make it work, and I did, I mean, I started at CMT, did not know what I was doing as a host. I learned in the the trenches in the field, got yelled at a lot. None Mm -hmm. of us do. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, but I was also really excited and very grateful. Mm -hmm. And I learned as best I could, as quickly as I could, and I, I was, every day I woke up with just thankfulness, you know, right. and, um, 
interestingly enough, I remember I had to, in order to make it all work, I had to cut costs. Like I would split my time once CMT was finished and I went out to LA and I started working at E. And I was like, I had to have a presence here and there. Right. So I would travel back and forth a lot. Whew. But I remember when Keith Urban did not have a, a, a Bentley or whatever it is he's driving now. You know, I remember when he was driving when I met him. Name the expensive car he's got. <laughs> yeah. it and good oh, on him. Lord. You know, yes. he's worked hard. Oh, yeah. And he, and he deserves it. Mm-hmm. But for many, many years, I continued to drive my Honda that was like <laughs> <laughs> clicking over 200,000 miles because I was making it work from... For LA and New York, I mean, LA and Nashville. Yeah. This is what happens when you give me wine. Um, <laughs> and so I remember here he is like going through all these cars and I'm like, and here I am, my Honda that driving the same Honda as when I met him. <laughs> and Kenny and all this. But right. I don't, I don't begrudge them their success. They've worked hard. Yeah. But you know, we do, we do what it takes to make it work as best we can. Mm-hmm. And I've been fortunate. I really have. I think little angels have been watching over me because I've been allowed to do a lot of things I worked hard for, but I had good people around me right. and I learned and I learned from really good people. Was and that's so important. You were definitely one of <laughs> but them. But that's a definitely. really important thing is like, there are a lot of people I think too, and, and, and the next generation gets a bad rep about how they are entitled and they, you know, think they know everything is and whether, well, I mean, whether you're that way or not, <laughs> true. Anybody, listening, true. anybody listening to that generation, whether it's true or if not for you, <laughs> listen, it's Don't true die. for a lot of them. Some people, maybe Don't not. Die. I mean, I'm a millennial and I definitely, you have Oh, take you're, this you're I, hustle. but that's the you thing do. like i'd like to remind people all the time on here just it's you you don't know what you don't know right. and you have to like you really have to appreciate the people that are around you like you were saying and really listen to them and sometimes it's hard to hear advice before like it's hard to hear advice if you haven't had experience sometimes right. but like get the experience hustle do what alicia's done do what lisa's done you know do whatever and and learn from those around you so you did that quite a bit i did especially you know when i first started hosting i came from the modeling and acting world yeah. first that's what i said no one's surprised first. have you ever seen a picture <laughs> of alicia davis a very long time ago okay <laughs> many moons ago but still grateful and 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 <laughs> <laughs> but there were times, I mean, even going into television, people had preconceived ideas of how they thought I would be. Yeah. So they were harder on me. Oh, yeah. And yeah, there were people who were writing scripts that were not nice, you know, yeah. sometimes. They, and I would, they would get to know me and then they would be nice. And they were like, I didn't like you at first. Mm-hmm. But I'm so glad I got to know you because, you know, which, okay, you know, I get that. Yeah. But it didn't make it easier. There mm. were many, many times after shoots that I cried, you know, and there yeah. were times that I, I got yelled at. Mm-hmm. that it ne- wasn't necessarily my fault yeah. that whatever happened in the shoot or whatever. Um, I remember one time there was, we'd be on a shoot and they would just test us sometimes, you know, or I should say me. Um, I would be in a dress, high heels, and they would say, go park the van and bring in the camera equipment. Oh. Two lots away. Ouch. And I'm on camera talent. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't know I could say no. Oh, so yeah. I just, and I was happy to have my gig. So I would do it. I would do mm-hmm. those things. Um, so those things, people don't realize. They think that it all is just glamour and, oh, it's gotten handed to you. It didn't. Mm-mm. I did work. I yeah. did hustle. I did sacrifice. There were things I sacrificed that I didn't know I was sacrificing, mm-hmm. like having a family. I always wanted a family. I always thought I'd have one. Timing or bad choices, whatever it is, it, you know, I had a good career at the time, but I was working hard for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but people, sure, they undermine me. They had me uh, ask questions that they knew I didn't want to ask yeah. or... You know, you had to you had to navigate through all of that stuff. Um, 
yeah, that yeah. was tough at times. I'm in at times. The, pretty much the same boat. I mm-hmm. uh, was not a model, however. Oh, but you are. <laughs> but You're a model in, my, yes, in my heart. But I play one on TV. <laughs> um, <laughs> you look good, girl. But the career came before the family and the, the relationships and all that stuff. And then before you know it, you, you know, you're busting your ass, you're working hard. And before you know it, you're, you're old and... <laughs> Time has passed you by, and then, you know, you try and see what you can salvage from back then. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because sometimes people looking out, looking in from the outside, they think it's all that. And yeah. I remember mm-hmm. how many days there were. I woke up in a panic mode going, what have I done? Yeah. <laughs> what have I done? I got uh-huh. this another career. Yeah. What Why wasn't I for a doctor? This? <laughs> right. Well, there is. Everything looks so glamorous. Like everything yeah. you do, Lisa, everything you yeah. do, Alicia, everything I, I do, I'm sure. Like it all looks so glamorous. And yet nobody's actually like there's a very little percentage of people who are living in this world that it's actually as glamorous as it looks. Right. A lot of hard work. It's a lot of hard work and even for like the craziest thing to me are people who um get signed to a label deal right and are still living in this alternate reality too of like Naomi from uh, Runaway June. We were yes. talking about this. She had signed her label deal and was still driving like her beat up 2001, whatever, probably 1991 Civic that she, she, she had to crank down the window with a screwdriver, you know? And so it's it's so interesting. And, and, and I love to encourage people to not think that everything's so perfect because yeah. just like your life on Instagram, it looks cooler than it is. Oh, yeah. And and you have to work for everything. I mean, Alicia, you you still, like, just because you're in TV, it doesn't mean that everything's handed to you and you're nope. given a script. Like, you have to pitch stories. Yep. You have to find the things that people are going to think are interesting. True. Like, it is hard work, no matter where you are in this industry and in any industry, really. People don't realize, and I don't know how Lisa, how it is in your world with this, but Working for outlets in LA, mm-hmm. um, sometimes they, you know, country music is kind of on the outskirts. They don't really know. Mm-hmm. They know Garth. They mm-hmm. know Carrie Underwood. They know Blake Shelton, Luke Bryan, those kinds of people. But I can tell you, I pitched Luke Bryan for years, and you know, it wasn't that I couldn't get Luke. It was that I couldn't get people to know about Luke enough to put him on. You know, right. and, and, that's, and he was big. Yeah. And yeah. now they love him, right? right. They just love him. Well, More wait, that is actually him. really interesting. How does that world see country music now? I mean, you've done some great work for them to see it differently, but like, but how do you think they see it now? Well, and also they have great publicist and management companies. Yeah. Like they do. They everybody works hard. It's not just me, but it's it's a team. Yeah. And here's what's funny. You'll notice though. Whenever an artist, usually if they're accepting an award, very few people thank media. Yeah. <laughs> they really don't consider media. And yet they very don't. few. I say no. Never. Very rare. Has it ever happened? I don't know. I Never. think somebody posted the other day, I think it was um, Music Row Magazine posted that Martina McBride thanked media. And we all what? rejoiced. We're like, oh. We love you, Martina. Yeah, because I don't think, I mean, again, they have so many people to consider. And they yeah. do have an army of people around them that work solidly hard. Right. They really yeah. do. Um, but it people don't realize. Like mm-hmm. I I stay some on some of these pitches for six, seven months, <sighs> you know, that I'm pitching I'm pitching to bosses and, you know, reworking the the wording and putting numbers up with the videos and all this. And I'm like, you know, I'm re- working to get them some presence out there because I don't think that they get a fair shot sometimes mm-hmm. yeah. for the work they're getting. I agree. Yeah. Like they we you know, extra, we we love entertainment news. 
And we're always happy with the people that have been kind to us and give us their time. Um, but it's easier with, when Blake Shelton is doing a show like The Voice or Luke Bryan is doing a show like American Idol. Right. It has a large presence. The mass appeal. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and that's great. I'm glad it does. Um, I'm glad it's it's popular. Yeah. You know? Right. But also for the people that are working that are not on those shows. But it, right. You know, like it's I want so, them it, to get recognized too. Right. It's popular in cer- for certain artists. Mm-hmm. Because when we, I was at Country Weekly, I mean, we were country centric. So anybody from a Blake Shelton to a newcomer to right. New Towns or somebody like that would get in our magazine and would get the publicity. Yeah. But now being at a website that does both pop culture and country, pop culture outweighs it does better the clicks are better for pop culture than it is for country well and you know that very well with the website that you're with right now with one country yes so i mean we do both pop culture and we do country music Mm -hmm. and pop culture by far is what people are searching online and gets the bigger numbers and and you know but you get like the carrie underwoods yeah blake shelton's and the luke bryan's and the jason aldean's who do some things that will raise your numbers Mm -hmm. but the new artists People that are reading pop culture don't are not familiar with them. And technically, so we hard. don't really have that many mass pop culture artists. Right. It is the Carrie, the Luke, and yeah. the Blake, and it's really Carrie, Blake, Garth, Garth, mm-hmm. yeah, um, Luke, Luke, Keith Urban. Oh, Keith, um, yeah. And Keith and Nicole. Oh, and Miranda. Keith is smart. Let me tell Miranda. you, like, watching him do all of the covers that he's been doing and everything, I, he, that's so smart because mm-hmm. he is, like, really bridging that gap to anybody that might not know who he is, who I don't know who wouldn't know who he you is. Know what? But Keith loves music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, that's what it, that he's he, that's what he's about. Mm-hmm. He's a musician. He and, loves music. And he's been such a beautiful supporter, too, of women in country music. I mean, he's covered a lot of women and, like, given them that exposure. I bet Nicole makes them. <laughs> <laughs> If so, go Nicole. <laughs> I think that's Nicole. who he is. I think that's whether it's male or female, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. I think that's who he is. He, he's he a rare music. person who the best song wins, yeah. which I, a, a lot of times I just think that that's such a bullshit phrase, the best song wins. Like it it, it doesn't so <laughs> no, many times. So many times it doesn't. But, you know, I, I do want to talk to about some of the artists that you guys are excited about. Some of the female artists, because of mm-hmm. course this show, is, we focus on female artists here. So, who wants to go first? Tell me about who you're excited about. Yeah. I have to say Trisha, first of all. Trisha yeah. Yearwood, yeah. always been excited about Trisha. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she just had her, what, her the song that she, what, she ha, explained it to me. I'm sorry. She charted, this is the highest charting. Every girl in this town? Yes. Oh, for her I, yes. career, right? Yes. yes, in her career. And at her age, to do that, yep. and I mm-hmm. hate that phrase at her age. At her I age. hate that. Just mm-hmm. saying that. I well, hate you brought that. it up. But, but sure. because at this point in the, her career. Yes, at this point in her career. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll have another sip. <laughs> but, but I want to celebrate her because, yeah. Yeah. you know, she's just doing her thing and she's doing what she loves and good for her that yeah. she gets recognized for it. Oh, that's yeah. That's the thing. It's not that she's doing it, it's that she's getting recognized for it. Well, and any, any aspiring artist that's listening right now, because I know a lot of aspiring artists listen to this podcast and get inspiration from these women that come on. But uh, my biggest thing that I say when Whenever people ask me, who are your favorite people to interview? It's usually like Reba and Trisha. And Trisha. Love. And Phenomenal. like today, Love. just today, we were uh, doing some prep for our show, for my nighttime show, Nash Nights Live. And Trisha came in to do an interview with Kix. And she had already done interviews with us. He just happened to not be here the day that she was doing it. So she came back in and she came up. She did. She, You know, anybody could have just passed by and like waved and been like, bye. 
No, she has been on a whole weekend at this mm-hmm. point of her every girl on tour, like prep thing. You know, she was doing every, she went to all these different cities. But no, she came in, she talked to us for a good 15 minutes, told us stories about what happened over the weekend, told us stories about at home with Garth and, you know, told us how much she loved us and appreciates. And, and I'm like, that is so That's important. Yes. You take those extra moments. Yes. Look at Taylor Swift. You take those extra look moments. At look at Reba. Right. And you make people feel appreciated and right. loved because and when it comes down to it we're all just people right. we're like fans. we yeah we're all we fans, fans. and right. we're all human beings yep. we just want to feel like we matter like we're seen yep. and those artists understand that and that is why their longevity that's why is they're so, around for so mm-hmm. long yes and i wanted to bring up that point reba dolly trisha yes. they get that and yes. they know how it's done and i spoke to, uh, to trisha too i just wanted to <laughs> I've just been waiting for my moment to bring up that I I talked to Trisha here with today. You guys talked to Trisha. I talked to Trisha too. And she, you know, we talked about uh, her doing her career, you know, later. She seems happier than back then Mm -hmm. when when she was putting out the the older stuff. Um, And she said she is because she is at a certain age where um, she's comfortable in her skin. And yeah. she's putting out stuff that she genuinely enjoys. And she's not just playing for radio. She's not putting stuff out for radio. She's doing stuff that she loves. She's taking the time to find the stuff that she wants to sing. And she's happier. And she's mm-hmm. just amazing to talk to. She's a great interviewer. That she really is. Oh, she is. And, and she's smart. She gets every, she's smart. So she gets smart. And so personable. In. Like, we talked about Lizzo. Yes. Like, yes. what? Like, yes. that's, it's amazing. She's yes. so great. So I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. that, that, that stuff is, that's important to she's, recognize. It's important because, she, mm-hmm. well, sorry, she, I was just gonna say, she's done so many things too. She's got her cooking show. Yeah. Yes. And she travels around She's an entrepreneur. Too. She really is, as like, is Reba yep. and Dolly. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they don't, they don't go around talking about how great they are, but they are so great. Yeah. You know, it's like, I don't know how they managed to do it all and do it so well. Yeah. And still support women. And it's, it's just, they're just great examples yeah. of well, what we need to strive for. Yeah. 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 Very true. So Lisa, who are you excited about? Well, I love that, that she said that. Mm-hmm. I love the, the women that have done stuff in the 90s and come back today and, and have hits yeah. and do stuff like that. Even Reba, who's had some some stuff coming back. But f- as, as far as the new artists go, um, I've been loving Abby Anderson. Yeah. She's a doll. She's unbelievable. She's great. Well, She's been on here too. She has she? Yeah. And 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 I I love her and I love her music. I, I I'm I'm like interested to I'm interested watching her right now yeah. because the fact that she chose the Rob Thomas tour. Yes. I got a little nervous because I was like, wait, you're not right in front of all the country people right now. I, I, you know, more power to her because there's so many success stories of like, I went this way and right. it worked out it great worked. for me. Right. But it's a it's a risky, right? Like it that's risky, risky right now. Bring her to a wider audience. Very true. And just country. So yeah. Maybe she'll work backwards instead mm-hmm. of getting the country audience and then growing out to the pop audience. Oh, that's a good point. Maybe she's starting there and will work back and get herself into the country. Audience. Yeah. But, but she's somebody that kind of reminds me of people like Reba or Trisha or Taylor Swift, even mm-hmm. somebody that is having fun is personable is sweet. Every time she's, I mean, she could be in the worst mood, but she'll come into an interview and she'll be happy and joyous and grateful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's a millennial. She's a light. Grateful. Yes, she's she a light. She is mm-hmm. a light. She's a ball she's of energy. She's yeah. Ener- yes. And she always has a smile on her yes. face. Yes, exactly. And that makes a difference. Yes, and does. shout out to her being like one of the only other Latinas in this genre. <laughs> I get very excited. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I just love her. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, 
when I was at Country Weekly magazine, we had Taylor Swift come into, 15-year-old Taylor Swift, yeah. come into our offices to play. And every one of us, we were probably in our 30s and 40s and whatever, uh, an office staff. That's intimidating to be in front of like 15 older yeah. people yeah. to play. And she killed it. I mean, eye contact with everybody, stopped to talk to everybody, made everybody feel like the only person in the room when you were talking to her. And she was 15 years old. Was it one of those things where you were like annoyed that you had to go do something and then yes. now you look back and you're like, oh my God. Cause I've had some of those moments too when I'm like, uh. God, a 15 year old's yeah. Yeah. God. yeah, she was so an exception. Right. She was an exception. Yeah. Like she was way ahead of her time. Yeah. She was and personality wise. And, and that's why she is as huge as she is yeah. because she makes people feel welcome like they're the only people in the room she relates mm -hmm. to the people that feel left out and she makes them feel wanted and loved and and it's it's a gift mm -hmm. it really Garth is brooks is another person yes. who can do that and mm -hmm. that's why he's as big as he yes. is so i kind of see that a little bit in in abby and i hope she really nurtures that and and runs with that yeah i love her she's great i know you've been lisa a really big supporter of rachel womack Yes. Right, like yes. you're really loving her. Are you excited to see how she's doing her career? Because we kind of talked about Abby, and like we're curious to see yeah. how that will <laughs> turn out. Are, are you liking where Rachel's going? I am. I, I like what she's doing. I like her song. I think she's a, a phenomenal vocalist, mm -hmm. and I love her piano. It's something different. Her and her piano sitting there. But I mean, then Abby also has the the keyboard and the piano. So, they're both great. So they're very similar, but but great and different mm -hmm. in their their own ways. Yeah. And Rachel's more um, subdued, I guess, as, as per, but she's a sweetheart and she knows how to draw a person in. Mm -hmm. And I, I like I like where she's going with her with her music and her song choices. And I really am looking forward to seeing the different the difference between Abby and Rachel, mm -hmm. both phenomenally talented, both great, but going different paths. Right. And let's see, let's see how it works. No, this is both do it. this is reminding me. I've been wanting to talk about this because, like, I'm so frustrated by it. Why aren't Maddie and Tay bigger than they are? Great they're question. doing great things, obviously, and they're on tour with Carrie, and they they just released this out this uh well they didn't release the album yet, but the no, songs song. that are just yeah. so good. I don't understand that. What what's going on there? It's a good question because they're great. Yeah, they really are. They're very talented. And they're, they're very personable. personable. Yeah, like, they are. What's and happening? They're, and they're with it. Um, it's a good question. That uh, we don't know the answer to. I, I'm not <laughs> sure to be honest. But but. I have my suspicions. Back in the sure. day, yeah. when they came out with that song. That Girl ripped, in a Country song? That ripped Bro Country. Yeah. Do you think maybe they See, I don't think off so. some people? I don't think so. Personally, I don't. I, I, they didn't. I loved it. I thought right. it was fantastic. I don't, I don't but think do you so. think some radio people got offended? I don't know. That could be it. But I mean, then I they know. didn't Fly go. Did Fly go number one? No, I don't. I think mm -hmm. Girl in was Girl song was the only one? Number one, yeah. They're so, really talented. And I like them a lot. I'd like to see them go amazing. further. Like their lyrics and sonically and everything. I'm just song. blown away. And it just pisses me off that yeah. it's, they're not bigger. Can you die from a, what is it? Can you die from can a you die from a, heart? Mama, can you die from a broken heart? Holy crap. Know, that song right? hit me in the feels. It's not a hit song. I don't know what is. I mean, and there's so many of those songs, you know. Right? There was another, you asked about stories from the past. When I, yeah. when I started working with some radio people, I had I asked the question, I'm like, why is radio not playing women? And somebody said to me, maybe the women are not giving quality work. Mm. And uh. I was like, you've got to, <laughs> the, the stuff that I hear on radio and the stuff that I'm hearing from these women, like songs like from Miranda, Vice, yeah. why that was not oh, on the that song is, song is beyond good. me. 
Maddie and Tay can, can die from a broken heart. Yeah. Um, Daniel Bradbury, worth love. it. Oh, yeah. Me? Freaking love that How song. How does that song not become a number one? Mm-hmm. Agree. Gabby Barrett. I, I was just going to say hope. Gabby. Yes. Holy crap. One that still has a chance for sure. I saw it going down. On, oh, I did it? It was going down on the charts. <sighs> I'm not, not positive. Don't quote me on it. That's a bop. Like, it's so good. Like, if that's not a number one hit, there is definitely something wrong in mm-hmm. this. Because these women are putting out quality freaking work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some of the stuff that's played on radio, I won't mention any titles or names, yeah. but holy crap, it's not even comparable to what these women are no. giving. But because it's a man, it gets a pass and it goes up the charts because of the name. There's so much repetitive stuff yes. I feel like oh. happening. And and I've always been pretty open about that on this podcast. Yeah. The fact that, yeah, I'm. it looks like I'm very much part of the problem, but... But it's also <laughs> that I think just like we just like we talk about how, you know, on Instagram, it looks fantastic. But in real life, we're hustling. We're back sure. there. Do, and it's a different story. Yep. And that's very much what radio is. You know, there and we talked again about how we all have a boss. We all have yep. people that we we answer to. And that's very much my situation. So I preach all of this stuff. And it's hard to kind of explain how the radio business works to people that are just on the surface and saying, well, then why don't you just play more women? I'm like, it doesn't work like that. I mm-hmm. wish that it did. Mm-hmm. And on my new show, I, I have a weekend show now called with Elena and uh, me and my executive producer, Ryan, we make it very intentional to make sure that there are more women in, and it's That's just a, awesome. it's a two hour weekend show, but still we only have so many options because we're only allowed to play so many things. And also you work with the labels and then you need to make sure that they get the right amount of spins for stuff. And you know, it, it's, a, it's an industry it's when it comes business. down to yeah. it, it's a business. Yep. It's not a cutesy let's request something, let's get it on. It's a business there. And, and so you can't really fault it for that because otherwise, how do you make money? It's, right. it, you know, it's not a nonprofit. It's, right. it's, it's a business. Right. So you can't fault it for that, but also, but you can fault it for the lack of responsibility that they're taking and representation because there's so many people that say that are actually making the decisions that will say, well, I have a daughter and you know, I care and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, then think of this as a responsibility because you have the power to shape culture. Yeah. Like radio, it may st- it may not be what it used to be, but it's still huge. You look at the numbers still, and that's still the number one way people are discovering leads, yeah. music. And, you know, that's the reason that when you go and you watch a show, the single is the one that everybody gets super, super excited right. for, right? Because if it was just streaming, then you'd get excited for random things. But like still, yeah, it's the single that people get the most excited about. So it's just... I don't even know. I, I, I just, I, I so badly want people to be able to see how it all works so I can be like, no. It's interesting. But it is, no, right? It is. Right. And I see one of the biggest problems I see in the business um, is the communication between the departments, whether it's, uh, yeah. you know, whether it's PR versus management versus mm-hmm. the label, the communication, there's a breakdown. So sometimes they, you know, that arm of the business doesn't understand what that one's doing and they don't necessarily work together. They work for their department and they do well, a really good job, but it doesn't overall, you know, hit the target. And I think I have a tendency and I could be really wrong. I don't know. Maybe I'm speaking out of term, but in regards to Maddie and Tay, Mm -hmm. I know from the very first moment I interviewed them years ago, they hit the mark. Yeah. And I mean, they knew they, they were present they represented themselves well. They showed up with talent. Mm-hmm. They got it. So, to, and I and it's been an interesting thing that you bring up because it's been a, a concern of mine. Yeah, what's going on, with Maddie and Ted? Because they deserve it. They mm-hmm. deserve to have all of the accolades. They've worked hard. 
they don't complain. Mm-mm. They have a smile on their face. They show up. They do their job. And it, I'd like to see them, you know, get some pats yeah. on the back. I really would. Really yeah. Would. But I wonder, as as an outsider of radio, and somebody like the fans are like, "What's up with radio?" Yeah. I wonder if you played a song like, let's say, "Worth It" or "I Hope" or whatever. If you played it as much as you play the hits that are number one now. Mm-hmm. Don't you think people will yeah. like it? One and get it million percent. In their head? I have said that I think one of the biggest problems is the fact that it's familiarity. Yeah. Yes. Because there are many songs. I will be honest. I've got, I didn't like Beer Never Broke My Heart when I first heard it. Oh, it is now. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just, it seemed <laughs> like not. No, but let me tell you. Let me tell you. I have loved I everything go. that Luke Combs did. And I think that, you know, just when I, when that one came out, I was, I think, just, you know, personally expecting a different song at the time. So I was like, well, mm, you know, like doing my little pouty thing. I'm like, that was one I wanted, Luke. And then, but we played that song seven bajillion times and it's one of my favorites now and that's the thing like you even let's say like you go on a date with somebody you don't like them the first time your friend says and this happened with my mom (laughs) you you don't like them the first time or it doesn't work out and then and you're kind of like I don't think we're a match and then your friends encourage you no try it again and then maybe try it like one more time because you don't you don't know and then you're familiar with the person. You do this, like, I know this is kind of a stretch, but you, you get what I'm saying. This explains then, my whole yes. thing. <laughs> this, don't but listen to that. Let me help you. Exactly. No. But it's the same thing. Any, it can apply to anything no in life. <laughs> Familiarity is where you find your comfort. And so anything that you're familiar with, and that's why this does suck. Because, I mean, not to call out, let's say, a Luke Holmes, but right. a Luke Holmes is going to get way more opportunity to be heard and to be liked than let's say a cam who or a maddie and tay who they're gonna play the song like three times and say "Eh, it's not testing well but the and drop it you know speaking Uh, of cam diane diane oh good oh don't even get me started oh Oh, i just i just gave myself wrinkles because i had to like (laughs) pull my skin down so far she knows how i I think she knows how all of us feel about that because that song was incredible i mean look at that in comparison to jolene and what jolene did and like it that that song was a jolene for this generation and the fact that it didn't but again, that's there's deeper layers there. And it's not my place to say, you know, it's not my place to tell that story because it's not my story. But there are deeper layers there that we that we hear. And, and you know that it's not just because it wasn't a good song. Right. Best song doesn't always win. Right. And I mm-hmm. think if they played it over and over and Agreed. over and over again, like they do these hits on radio, yeah. then people would lo- li- hear it, have more of an opportunity to hear yep. it and love it. Yep. And I mean, like your example of Luke Combs' songs, Luke Bryan's song, uh, Sunset Repeat. I did not like that song when it first came out. Mm-hmm. But because it played over and over and over. I'm not going to say it's one of my favorite songs, but I sing it when yeah. it comes on the radio yep. and it's catchy and I can't help but sing Sunset, Sunburn, whatever the heck it is, <laughs> repeat. Because it's oh, it's stuck in my head and it's over and over. And if, mm-hmm. I think if they gave these, the, instead of just immediately saying it's a woman who's putting this song out, women don't want to hear women, we're not going to play it that much, maybe give it a shot, play it as much as you play these other ones and let's see what happens. Absolutely. I'm so tired. It blows my mind when I hear a song in the car and then I kid you not, 12 minutes later, 15 minutes later, 
they're playing the same song again. Same song. I'm like, seriously? Yeah. Wait, is this a different yeah. station? Because no. no, it's not. And I'm like, that's insane to me. Take a road trip. Like mm-hmm. we have a whole oh, yeah. world of music. Yeah. I can't handle that. Mm-hmm. That's it why blows I think my mind. Streaming is huge right yeah. now. I mean, right. it's, people are able to listen to what but they want to listen to. Doesn't it seem like common sense? <laughs> Yes, it's like yeah, yeah. But is business common sense? Not yeah, always. Exactly. Not always. I know. Well, and the, that it's it's very frustrating. It and is. just know, like, if you're listening to this, whether you're in the industry or not, just know, like, you know, we're all working on it and trying to figure it out actively because, like. We don't know the answers. We don't know when something's so set in place. It takes a lot of work to to go a different direction. Well, what happened from the 1990s when yeah. Trisha, Martina, Reba, blah blah blah, Faith, Baba, everybody, Thank women you. were on top of the world. Shania, Dixie Chicks, yes. holy moly, to now. What what happened in the, that decade that said stop playing women? They don't work well, when they worked that whole time. I'd love to hear what you guys think because you lived a, a chunk of that. You're saying we're but old? no, God, oh <laughs> my God, saying we're old. <laughs> but here's the thing: is like, there's two people I've had on the podcast that I've tried to talk to about that. Um, Trisha Yearwood and Tanya Tucker. Mm -hmm. Trisha had a good point. She was like, I basically left to go raise the babies for like, you know, this long time and I came back and then everyone started asking me about what's this problem. So she was like, I feel like I didn't experience it. So I wasn't, I wasn't here in Nashville and I don't really know what happened. And then Tanya, you know, she just, she said she basically went away too. So she was like, I didn't really know. Where'd she go? Well, I'm to do her own stuff. Uh, (laughs) Listen to the podcast. You'll find out. I will too. Weeks ago, it's it's the two weeks ago episode. Where can I find that? But uh, right here in the in the liner notes. (laughs) But but for real, we it's it's just I'm still trying to find that that answer and talk to people. So you guys you guys experience some of that. So what if what is your best way of trying to figure out what happened there? I have no idea. (laughs) Two thousand to two thousand ten is a blur. Yeah, I don't even know what happened. You know what? I think it may be a stretch. I don't know. It's just a theory. But we social media came on to the scene. Mm-hmm. Reality shows came onto the mm-hmm. scene. It's they want instant gratification, beautification. You know, um, some of the artists back in the '90s, they didn't have to be pencil thin or the most beautiful artist. And now, and then you went into like for for entertainment, we had shows like the Kardashians. You know, that changed a lot. Don't Whether you people, uh, over there. People I don't realize that. that, that did, yeah, right. That I'm influenced guilty. a lot. Mm-hmm. It, I know it did in my world. Hey, in my world, my I remember my agents saying um, when the Kardashians came on the scene and Obama was president, they literally told me to say my name was Spanish. <gasps> really? I'm not kidding you. I'm like, Alicia? I'm pretty sure I Alicia. can't get by with that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. With your red hair and blue eyes. I'm pretty sure that's not going to fly. Yeah. Dang. Uh-huh. And it was a trend oh because when you start seeing, you know, culture changing, then mm-hmm. then everyone follows that, yeah. right? But why so, did that lead to not playing women? Well, uh, well, because, well, I don't know. Um, okay. But it's a, and like I said, it could be a stretch. What I'm saying is it looked different, Okay. Some it starts somewhere and it looked different. Like now, it's okay if I have a big butt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I thank the Kardashians for that. Uh-huh. Personally, yeah. I'm like, thank you. I'm not Spanish, never will be, but I can have a big butt. Okay, Alessia. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, and you know, there, it just changed. People's expectations changed. Yeah, the taste changed because the, people jumped on the bandwagon mm-hmm. and. I mean, they literally told me at my agent, they said, you may actually end up taking a break because you don't fit into the mold right now. 
So I had to step up my game, to be honest. Oh, um, yeah. They were like, you're going to start seeing a lot of different things um, on air. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can't help but think that that crossed over to music. It's possible. That maybe like, they just wanted to shift what they were known for and maybe they were known for women or country music was known for women at the time and then they're like, let's go men. I don't know. I really don't know. I yeah. just know I from my world that that was definitely- We're brainstorming over I here. Also wonder, it's fascinating. Let's, let's think about this. Yeah, hit let's us. Think. I don't know what year it was because it's like I said, it's all a blur. I yeah. try to forget. <laughs> <laughs> what about after the Dixie Chicks? Mm-hmm. Oh. After that whole thing happened, did we see a decline in- females from that point on maybe they were thinking females were too outspoken well you know and all it takes is one person who's who's in a place of power to think of an idea and make it seem as though it's true and have everybody follow along with it you know and and so it could it who knows it could be something like that and then some somebody in a place of power said i feel like after that women stopped I don't know. Yeah, because who came after the Dixie Chicks? uh, I just came on. Well, well, let's think of this is interesting, actually. Who came after the Dixie Chicks? Who was big after the Dixie Chicks, female wise? I think your next was when were the Dixie Chicks? What what year was that? That would have been two thousand one ish and two and two that that Mm -hmm. happened Mm -hmm. because it was after September Mm eleventh. You already had your Martinas, yeah, your Rebas, all the Faiths, all those the late nineties people. And then Carrie came in 2004. Mm-hmm. So Carrie was next. Yep. That's true. Actually, Lisa, that's pretty interesting. Oh my God. Oh my God maybe you <laughs> hit it. Oh my God. Maybe it was like an, an outspoken women thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe it could be. Yeah. Oh, dang. Maybe. We need to look into That but just kind of blew my mind. Call, call Holly, Emily, and, and, and <laughs> but you also can't Natalie. discount. Like, you know, in my world, I mean, yeah. television and stuff like that. Sometimes people will say, you know, you can walk into an audition or whatever, and it can be have nothing to do with you. Yeah. It can be that person's clogged filter who his ex-wife looks like you because she's yeah. a redhead and screw you because you remind me of her. It can yeah. be something like that. Yep. You just don't know. But it was somebody powerful enough to make an impact. Right. You know, so who knows? I, I don't know. It's a yeah. good theory, though, maybe. I'm going know. with my Dixie Chicks theory. Are you? Yep. Well, you know what we'll be able to do in <laughs> just a, was my theory. I, you know, I liked it, Thank to be you. honest, I and it. I like I you, so. <laughs> I didn't get my support from Alicia, but I appreciate the support. I'm just being open-minded. She wants to go with her Kardashian theory, but that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> Big butts. That's what it's about. Hey, I'm thanking them. Well, you know, we'll be able to kind of dive in a little deeper to that. To your point, Lisa, yes. when we see how the CMAs in a couple months does this whole uh, the, the, how they're going to be looking back at how women have shaped the genre. What do you guys think about the fact that they're doing that this year? I, I think it's. I think it keeps the conversation going. I mm-hmm. think it's phenomenal. I think that's a huge step for a, for an organization that's so entrenched in country music and so set in its ways. Yeah. To come out and do that and to to come up to today. Yeah. And be like, hey, this is what everyone's talking about. Let's do something about it. I mean, I've kind of been wondering, like. I'm just okay. I'm just gonna say it. Say it How girl. is Brad Paisley feeling? Like, what do you think? Do you think it was like a he like support? Do you, was he fired? Like, I no. I don't you know understand. What? I bet he was Here's like, the thing. I'm so yeah. If you put Dolly Parton on a stage with Reba McIntyre and Carrie Underwood, that's a no brainer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is a anybody would out of the ballpark. I would home run. <laughs> I mean, he no, was probably like, <laughs> please, I'd be on with them. Let it happen. I, I, I would think he would be the biggest supporter to be I honest. Agree. Yeah. And it doesn't mean he's not going to be involved. It just means, I mean, like, it's a big statement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of them alone would be a big statement, but all three of them? Yeah. You, yeah. 
Try try ignoring that, people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's it's huge news. Yeah. It's huge. And if news and came out that they wanted Dolly and Reba to be with Carrie, and Brad said no. I'm this is my. Could dude. you imagine? Oh my god. Well, He'd that's why I feel kind of bad because I'm like, there's no way. Like he couldn't. He can't I say anything, think, but I support that. I still think he's going to come out in a dress and, and try yeah. to be a part of it. <laughs> would if I were him yeah but you know there's a reverence there supportive of women yeah yeah I think he's probably their biggest supporter to be honest who do you think that they they really really need to give a lot of credit to and when they're look backs because I don't know how they're doing it yet I just like have heard probably what everybody else has heard just the fact that they are going to be acknowledging throughout the show how women have shaped this culture and what they've contributed to so who are some of the people that they definitely definitely need to include Oh, There's a long list in my yeah. book. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, look, always at the top of my list is Dolly. And yeah. I mean, that's a no brainer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're amazing. <laughs> but I mean, that's a long list. I mean, Shania Twain yeah. changed country oh music, you know, in a big way. Faith Hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were a lot it of people. It also There's goes way back to Loretta Lynn. And totally. Not? not that they can, not that Tammy can be invited or anything, but they can do films and stuff. But it, right. it goes back to those women who really paved the way Completely. for the women of the 90s to even remotely have a career, let alone the women today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think that that was a hard decision for them or do you think that they knew that it was going to be welcomed with open arms because of the situation? I'm surprised they didn't do it sooner. Oh, yeah. yeah. I kind of am too. I mean, that's to me, this is like... I bet... I mean... It's behind the, the curtain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? I think yeah. they knew it would be welcomed. Yeah. With yeah. Can you, so you can't... You can't... Mm-hmm. I mean, it'd be foolish to think anything else. Yeah. Yeah. It was a very smart move. I think yeah. it's going to be very well received and I can't wait. Yeah. I can't either. And it's no. going to be such a, like, cause I think back at the 50th celebration that just happened, what, two years ago? Was that two or three years ago? I can't remember uh, yesterday. You guys, you guys <laughs> like to blur the lines. Together after a while, Everything's but I mean, that, I thought that they did that so well. So I'm so encouraged to see yeah. how they do this because I, I think that they've proven that they can do special lookbacks yeah. and stuff in such a beautiful be way. Amazing. Yeah, I, I, you know, we didn't mention earlier, and I don't know if you have before, but I'm excited. I don't know if you like Girls of Nashville, and of course Nicole Gallion's label. Oh yes, Madison Kozak. Like, yeah, yeah, Songs and Daughters. They're doing big things. Yeah, yeah. and I just want to see. They've done such a good job. They've worked hard at it. Both and with Nicole's label, Songs and Daughters. Um, Explain that a little for anybody okay. that. So Nicole Gallion, songwriter, artist. Um, she's written tequila. She's yeah. written like so many songs that you know. Very talented, yeah. very humble. Yeah. Great example of a female artist and, and songwriter. And they have just started the their own female label. Yeah. Right. So Madison Kozak. Mm-hmm. Excellent artist, super talented. I did see, I saw her at the Girls of Nashville show. Yes. She was fantastic. Fantastic. She's been here working on her career for a long time. Yeah. I say that. She's young. She's yeah. like, what, 19, 20? <laughs> but she's, she started a long time ago. She's mm-hmm. very talented. And she was the first artist that they've signed. So that um, that is exciting. Mm-hmm. You know, you have an all-female label with really talented people attached. And there is an event in Nashville to get back to Girls of Nashville. There's an event in Nashville um, that supports female artists, songwriters, and they do a showcase and mm-hmm. it's writers in the round kind of thing, right? And it's at City Winery. I just am so proud of those girls. Me too. Um, they've really worked hard and they're finally getting some recognition that they deserve. Right. If you come to Nashville, try to look up and see if they're having that show at the time because it is so good and all of the women are so 
funny, charismatic. They're lovely. They're so talented. Yes. Just it, th- that show almost pissed me off because I, <laughs> I was like, oh, no, I was like, <laughs> every single one of these women could be on the radio right now. Some of them are. They, some of them are, but could be just superstars and are so crazy talented that that's why it almost pissed me off because people will always ask me to just like people in, in passing. Well, are you scared of running out of like artists to interview for your podcast? I'm like, hell no. Oh there are so many women <laughs> that aren't at, even at the forefront right now that are doing amazing things behind the scenes that are doing amazing things actually in front of everybody, but just don't have the radio support yet. Like we have so much talent out here that women alone, mm-hmm. that it's just almost overwhelming. Totally. And, and you yeah. know, the interesting again thing too. that's right well the audition's going well (laughs) so (laughs) one of the things i love that they do at girls of nashville is some of the artists are signed yeah some aren't yep they're songwriters Mm -hmm. and performers right artists um but it's different labels even if they are Mm -hmm. you know they're 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 sharing the stage exactly it's not like here's the bmlg artist here's the warner artist here's yeah to me that's the community that we Mm -hmm. need to have Mm -hmm. the supportive community yeah Let's help each other. Let's celebrate each other. Let's just make it happen. Just do it for freaking mm-hmm. sake. You know, yeah. it's like, well, yes. And along those lines with the conversation happening is the Woman Nation Fund that Live Nation is doing. With- Wait, I don't know about this. Oh, Ali Harnell is leading it up. It's, it's, they're investing in women's music businesses. Really? female run music business. It's a fund that will invest in all females working in the music business. Yeah. And that's important too. Part of Live Nation, like, which is a touring. It's company. not even yeah. just this conversation is not even just about getting women on the radio. It's mm-hmm. about female representation everywhere in the right. industry, behind the scenes, on stage, behind the artists, like everything. Because the more women that we get into positions of power, the more that the voices are going to be heard in different ways. Mm-hmm. And and not only that, but I mean, a, you know, a female, and there's many female A&R people mm-hmm. out here, but like that's a different ear than a male A&R ear. And you're going to get maybe even if you're getting guys, you're going to get a message that a female has chosen is right for everybody you know you might get a woman that wants to hear women yes exactly exactly but like that that is something that is so important to everything that's behind the scenes everything that pds and just like and and i i so want to encourage women to look into those leadership roles that might traditionally just be male and you might think that and you're going to have to go into a world that yeah there's going to be a lot of males in the classes and the in the competition and everything but stand out like mm-hmm. do it do the damn thing you gotta lead like the way. you gotta yeah. be a loretta lynn yes exactly Knock down some of these stereotypes yeah it's true it's like that well Very ladies true. man we've been talking for an hour and it feels like it was like three really? seconds yes and so <laughs> i I, I honestly just i can't thank you enough there's still so many things i want to dig into so I'll I think that no, I too. think that we need to do this again. <laughs> so maybe in like a few episodes or something, we'll do another uh, breaking through happy hour and we can talk about some stuff because Alicia, one thing that um, we didn't even touch on is the fact that you also are in this world of uh, of media training. Yeah, that is a very interesting world. 
very interesting. I had fun. Yeah, (laughs) that I really want to get into that. And Lisa, I know so many stories that we didn't even get to. Oh, yes, Some that will never be on the podcast unless I give you shots before the wine. There's more of those. But there's there's so many things. And and we will do this again because I really enjoyed this. And and again, you two women are women that inspire me, inspire so many others. And we're so thankful that you have paved the way too for even people that are coming up and I just am so thankful to call you guys friends and I love you both. Oh Thank my god, we I'm love gonna cry you. again. I know me too. Cheers to you guys. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Now Cheers. gulp the rest of your wine. Here we go. You're kicking ass and taking names, so keep That's it right. up and keep yes. doing this and, Thank and you. giving people like mm-hmm. us and females in the industry an outlet to yeah. to do something. Thank you. Well Shots. Okay, let's go. <laughs> All right, what bar are we going to? <laughs> There you have it, the first of hopefully many breaking through happy hours. I really hope you guys enjoyed that as much as we did and it gave you some insight and a peek behind the curtain. If there are things you would like to know more about, make sure to hit us up. I'm at Elena D. Smith, that's E-L-A-I-N-A, D as in dog, Smith as in Smith, and Lisa is at Lisa Kanicki 127 and Kanicki is K-O-N-I-C-K. I, and Alicia is Alicia Davis one. Now you spell her name. I want to make sure you get all the spelling. A-L-E-C-I-A and Davis is, well, that's easy too. All right. Time for some thank yous. I said it once. I'll say it a million times. Thank you to my guests, Lisa and Alicia. Y'all really do need to come back like all the time. And like I said, we only scratched the surface, so there's a lot more to talk about. Thank you to the Breaking Through team, Joey Salvia, Brian Webb, and Jim Casey. But most of all, thank you for listening. If you get a chance, we would so appreciate if you could rate this show five stars on Apple Podcasts and maybe leave a review too. The more activity we get on there, the more exposure we get, and it makes it a lot easier for other people to find the show. Like Paige underscore 332, she wrote, as a kid, my favorite artists were female country singers, Miranda Lambert, the Dixie Chicks, Faith Hill, etc. As I got older, I recognized the lack of representation on radio, which is why this podcast is so important. She went on to say some other really nice things, and I just want to say thank you, Paige. You really made our week with that one. And if you leave a comment this week, maybe I'll read yours on the next episode, which, by the way, is going to be featuring an Americana star because it will be Americana Fest here in town. And I know a lot of you are with me in excitement about that. Until then, Thank you again for listening. I love you guys. From the Westwood One Podcast Network.